settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to The Whistleblowers, our weekly podcast on all things sport, where we chat about what's happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports too. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator to dig deeper into what they've been up to or what is happening in sport locally. And, uh, of course, uh, we do it with this man, Mr. Brendan Bowers. G'day, mate. G'day, Blandy. How are you? From FC Sports Media. I'm uh, pretty good, mate. Uh, pretty good. Can't complain. Plenty of sport going on. We'll get to the local sport in just a moment. But uh, overseas, what's been happening? Well, look, overseas, what can you say about our Sam Kerr? A week after helping to end England's 30-match winning streak, Kerr proved the difference again, powering home a 60th-minute goal to earn Chelsea a clash with Manchester United and Wembley for the trophy. Ah, if only she could play for the men's side. I know my son is a mad (laughs) Chelsea supporter. They have slipped down the old Premier League table this year. Not looking good. The other one is an Arsenal fan, and they're sitting on top, so... Yeah, well, yeah. you've got to be happy that way. Well, yeah. But uh, how good is Sam Kerr? That is a very good question, mate. She probably would be the best female footballer that we've ever produced, surely. Absolutely. And mm. how she has not won the Ballon d'Or already is, I don't know. Mm. And as her Chelsea coach says, she is a nightmare to defend for any opposition. And, uh, you know, all credit to her. She's a fabulous player. Yeah. I know you love your, your basketball. The NBA playoffs are underway. Absolutely, they are, and uh, my team, the New York Knicks, are in there, but they don't have any Australians, so we'll let that slide for the moment. But Joe Ingles and the Milwaukee Bucks went down to Miami in the first, in their first game of their series, 130-117. to Ingles contributed with nine points for the Bucks. Paddy Mills' team's the Nets also went down 121-101 to 101 to the Philly 76ers, and again today they also went down 96-84. to 84. So, Are let's the Heat su- still there? The Heat? Yeah. Miami Heat? I think they are. Yeah. Uh, my other, the Arsenal supporter is also a Miami <laughs> Heat supporter and made me sit down and watch the basketball the other day. Gee, they're, qu- they're quick, they're good, they're skillful, and it comes down to the wire a lot of time. I don't like the timeouts in the fourth. That gives me the irritants. I know. That 12 minutes fourth quarter can go for a lot oh longer than God. 12 Time minutes. out every couple of seconds. Give us a break. But yeah, incredibly skillful and I would say well paid. Uh, basketball players, mate. They are very well paid. In fact, I, I think they're paid overs. Yeah. I don't think any sports person is worth the money they are on. Probably. There you go. Unless we were, we're doing it and making that money, of course. Now, closer to home, uh, gather around a success for the AFL with uh, locked into South Oz for the next three years. They'd be happy about that. They certainly would. And look, credit to the AFL. I think it's a little bit different from Magic Round and uh, having it in different uh, venues, including out in the country areas, mm, up in the mm. Adelaide Hills, I think was a great um, success for the AFL. The weekend's results saw the Crows defeat Carlton easily, while the Dockers defeated the Suns in a close one. The Swans were too strong for the Richmond, while the Lions ran up against the score uh, against yeah, the yeah, Roos. Yeah, they were disappointing the Roos uh, after putting in some decent efforts over the weeks. Alistair Clarkson there at the helm this year won't be happy with that. Uh, the Bombers now they're the surprise packet uh, defeated uh, Melbourne. Uh, Fancy, you know, AFL premiers for this year. Uh, so they're travelling all right. It's almost like they're a stealth bomber flying under the radar. Oh, a bit boom, boom. Uh, Port got over the top of the Western Bulldogs too, and the Cats too good for the uh, depleted Eagles. The Giants just by two points over Hawthorne. They needed that one, mate. And, of course, well, <sighs> St Kilda Collingwood. 
Oh, we would have pinched that had we got over the line. When I say we, I'm a Saints supporter, if anyone's listening. It was only one goal, Blendy, so it was close. Yeah, four goals down with a couple of minutes to go, and they kicked three quick ones and uh, certainly were back in there. So missed a lot of opportunities, and it was a high-pressure game. Absolutely. I've got a question for you. What do you think of Coach Hinckley coming out and supporting his young player who's getting booed all the time? Yeah, well, like so he should, shouldn't he? I mean, absolutely. But do you think he'll bring more heat to the young player? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure why they're booing him. I mean, the guy was what number one pick. He went to the Kangaroos. He left there after a year or so, and now he's playing for Port. And where he comes from? At where he comes from? I I think his form has been a bit up and down. But when he does fire, he's a champion of the future. There is no doubt. He's only 19. Go easy, yeah, yeah. I think we tend to forget when we're. Gobbing off on the sidelines. Uh, really, it's not good enough. Now, this week, uh, the Dockers host the Bulldogs. Uh, what, Friday? It's Port and West Coast. On Saturday, yeah. yeah. And then the Giants and Lions and the Cats and the Swans will follow them. On Sunday, it's Hawks versus Adelaide. Carlton's up against the, your Saints. Yep. The Suns in North Melbourne. On Monday, the Demons play the Tigers, while Collingwood and Essendon wrap up five days of fixtures with their traditional Anzac Day clash. And that is going to be an absolute pearler. It's been a well they've had some good games over the years but uh, as they sit at the moment second and third on the AFL ladder it hasn't been that way for some time I know but it's always a great spectacle and uh, both teams always rise to the occasion yeah super netball as we move off uh, AFL this week in the super netball comp the Giants grabbed the uh, the chockies over the magpies yeah they certainly did while the Thunderbirds were also too good for the Vixens the Fever defeated the Firebirds by two goals, while the Swifts won by a solitary goal over the Lightning. Mm, okay, and the Swifts play the Vixens this week. The Firebirds and Giants clash, and the Fever and Thunderbirds meet uh, on Anzac Day. The Magpies and Lightning play. Yeah, absolutely. Great to see that the women's sport is also taken on the Anzac yeah. tradition. So well done to the um, Super Netball. Absolutely. Our rugby league, another cracking round of NRL, some quality matches. Maybe a bit easier to tip. Uh, on the weekend, do you think? Oh, I don't know. Oh, why? You had a shocker, did you? I did have a shocker, actually. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. The Rabbits uh, hopped to it in the second half to defeat the Dolphins. Uh, gee, they were slow off the mark, the old Rabbits, weren't they? They were, and uh, I was sitting there watching it with my Rabbitohs mad daughter saying, I think you're getting done here. Right. How come she's a um, Rabbitohs supporter? Blandy, if you really want to know the story, I will tell you. The day she was born, it was the last time the Rabbitohs won a bit of silverware in the preseason cup. And that's why she goes for them. That's See, why she goes for I them. I would not uh, allow any of my children inside the house uh, if they supported another side. Oh, well, I... And they know that. Yeah, look, <laughs> my family are mainly Rooster supporters, so my daughter and I, as a night supporter, right. we're left out, we're isolated. <laughs> Sounds like a manly too good for the storm and a spiteful clash there. And the Warriors came late to defeat the uh, the poor old struggling Cowboys. They're having a shocker this year. Uh, and in the thrilling hair-pulling game, the Panthers defeated the Knights in extra time. You would have been shattered, Brendan. I was, I was. But uh, I must give credit to Nathan Cleary. Everyone knew what was going to happen, and he just has the ability to get it done. Yeah. So. He does. As yep. a proud night supporter, a great effort, but we didn't get any points. No, nope. the Broncos uh, against the Titans uh, did it easy in the end, really. And the Raiders may have put the final nail in the poor old Dragons coach uh, Griffin's coffin after winning in Canberra. Yes, they had a board meeting today, so uh, no doubt that was discussed at length. Mm. Uh, so maybe he will be there when we get home, and maybe he won't. Okay, the Eels defeated the Bulldogs in the final match there. Now, this week begins with the Rabbits and Panthers Thursday. That is going to be a cracker. 
It'll be a great game. It'll be fantastic to watch, and I think uh, both teams will be up for it. They have, there's a bit of a spite after the last few years mm. when they knocked each other out in semifinals and grand finals, so it'll be very entertaining. Okay, now you may be listening to this podcast. The match has already been and gone, so I'm going to say Panthers 24, Rabbits 22. How's that? Well, I'll go the other way and say mm. Rabbitohs 18, mm. Panthers 12. All right, as we gaze into our crystal ball. Uh, okay, now uh, on Friday, what do we got, the Eels and Broncos? We do. Uh, that should be another great clash. Again, two teams up in Darwin, so it'll be nice and hot. So who can weather the storm? But Parramatta go up there every year. On Saturday, the Bulldogs face the Sharks, while my Knights head north to hopefully put another struggling, uh, to nail the coffin for the struggling Cowboys. Yeah, well, you wouldn't think a while ago you'd look at the fixture and go, oh, great, we're heading up to North Queensland. To uh, to play the Cowboys. Blandy, I went to North Queensland a couple of years ago to watch my Knights play. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great to see the new stadium. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I got absolutely pantsed. Uh, Sunday has two matches, the Dolphins and Titans first up, followed by the West Tigers and uh, the Sea Eagles. And on Anzac Day, it's a biggie, yeah? The Roosters play the Dragons and the Storm and Warriors meet. Yes, I'll be down in Sydney to watch oh. the Roosters and Dragons again, getting dragged by my Sydney Roosters wife down there. We go most years to see the Anzac Day Clash. Nice. And even though I'm not a Roosters supporter, the tradition and the way both teams and clubs treat it, it's always fantastic and a great spectacle. Well, have a great time. I will. Okay, let's move on to local sport, uh, Mr. Bowers. And, of course, football, the uh, anticipated matchup between the Fraser Coast's form teams lived up to the billing with the Flames taking the points in an action 2-1 win. Yes, it was a great game. Sunbury were up there for the fight, and uh, so were the Flames. And credit to both teams. It was open, fast-flowing football, which you don't always see all the time. And mm. The goalies had plenty of work, so it was a great, great effort by both teams. One of them wanted to claim the brag, or both wanted the bragging rights, mm. but Flames have got it for this the moment. Mm. We'll see when they meet later in the year. Okay. In other matches, the Dunvilla Magpies and SC Corinthians uh, had a one-all draw, while Bingra put six into the back of the net, defeating the uh, the Jets 6-0 in Bingra. A tough night for the Jets. Yeah, look, the Jets are rebuilding, but uh, as we spoke to Mr. Guest earlier in our podcast series, mm. uh, they, they're improving slowly by bit, bit by bit, so they'll just get better and better. Mm. The old learn from... You know, your losses sort of line is, uh, you know, uh, positive to take out of things, isn't it? As long as you can learn from your losses, Brenda. Yeah, well, let's, yeah. I never seem to learn from my losses, Blandy. <laughs> okay. Across the waves, uh, they kept their unbeaten streak to start the season intact, defeating the United Park Eagles 4-3. That was a closer game than I thought it might be. Yeah, same mm. here. But uh, look, ATW, uh, look, they're the form team. Yeah. They're the marker for everyone. And uh I think ATW sometimes take their foot off the accelerator. Okay. All right. You're not underselling the United Park Eagles there, Brendan? No. No? no okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying that ATW can, can go can, can go to another level. Another level. Yeah, it's always nice to be able to do. Uh, this week, uh, the Jets host in Villa and Huffy Bay, while the Fraser Flames travel to Bundy to play across the wave. Sunbury and Bingra clash at Federation Park while SC Corinthians and the United Park Eagles play at Martins Oval. Another big weekend. It should be a big weekend, and the Jets had their first weekend at home. First games for the year, and the men and the women playing, so that will be wonderful to see. Okay, what about the women's comp? In the women's comp, the Fraser Flames and Tanana match did not go ahead on Friday night due to a lighting failure. Oh, no. I drove out there to cover the game, and uh, I'm driving into this precinct and going, there's lots of cars here. The lights are off. Have I got the right place? 
but unfortunately they couldn't get the lights to start, so it's been postponed and they'll play at a later date. Yeah, didn't pay the bill. <laughs> don't know what happened. I don't know. The Jets easily accounted for Bingara 5-2. The United Park Eagles defeated across the waves 3-2 in the final match. So this week, the Jets in Doon Villa play in Harvey Bay. Flames play across the waves in Bundaberg. And Tanana and Bingara play in Maribor. Okay, and the 2023 AFL Y Women's Comp finished yesterday with games in Harvey Bay and Bundaberg. They did. It was the first round and the Bombers hosted the Brothers Bulldogs and they ended it with a win, 3-9-27 to 2-3-15. Okay. It was a slow start for the Bombers. They uh, didn't even score a point in the first quarter. It, the, the score was more like a football score. It was 1-0 to the Brothers Bulldogs in the first quarter. After that, the Bombers Flew high, as they say. Yes, uh, yes, you do keep saying that, Brandon. I do. <laughs> it's all the bombers, all these bombers <laughs> puns, see? And uh, again, in Bundaberg, it was a 2022 grand final replay when the Waves hosted Bay Power. The home team dominated, unfortunately, scoring at least 20 points in three of the four quarters to win 13-684 to 2-4-16. Okay, bit of a one-sided game there. Next week, it's an all-Harvey Bay and Bundaberg fixture round with the Bay Power hosting the Bombers while the Waves and Brothers Bulldogs face off. So uh, no no travelling there. Yep, no games on the weekend. They are all on Anzac Day. Okay, in the men's comp, the Bombers accounted for Brothers Bulldogs 89-19 while it was a closer game with the Waves defeating Bay Power Five nine thirty nine to five seven thirty seven. Yes, it, look, the the Bulldogs are always going to struggle against the Bombers, but uh, the Waves and the Power have put a bit of interest into this competition after one week. Okay, in rugby league, it was another tough week for our Fraser Coast teams. Gee, we're struggling, aren't we? We are, and look, you know, the Seagulls lost a lot of players, but I'll give credit to them. They're sticking together and they're trying to battle out as hard as they can, going down fifty to nil against Easts. While ATW too good for Wallaroos, thirty six to twenty two, and Pass Brothers got over the top of West eighteen sixteen. Okay, and ATW hosts Harvey Bay in Bundaberg this week, while Wallaroos host West at home. Brothers and East will clash in the final game. Uh, cycling, the final round of the BME Crit Series race was held on Sunday. Yes, Adam Hawkins claimed the the round win and the series win. So, a giant effort. Pardon the pun, as he he owns giant bikes. Well done, Adam. You are full of these puns, Bowers. <laughs> okay, and finally, mate, we'll wrap it up with our special guest this week. We're saving the best for last, ladies and gentlemen. We're chatting to Harvey Bay Triathlon Club President Paul Smith about the upcoming Cole Pierce Corporate Triathlon. Paul, g'day. G'day, boys. How are you, Paul? Good to hear your voice. Very, very good. It's always nice to catch up. Now, how long has it been since the Cole Pierce Corporate Triathlon was uh, was run? Oh, we've had about a four-year sabbatical just to let everybody rest and get their energy levels back up again. Had <laughs> nothing to do with the pandemic. <laughs> nothing to do with the pandemic <laughs> or or our desire to try and drive things. Okay, a four-year rest. You should be, uh, you know, sprightly and ready to go. How did the corporate triathlon concept begin? Well, a gentleman by the name of Gary Pearce has been a long-term triathlete, member of the club. Uh, his dad had an unfortunate set of illness with cancer and Gary just really wanted to do something special and, uh, and and get his dad out on the course. And, and while he was getting treatment for cancer, it was the first Cole Pierce. He actually competed in it. Um, sadly, Cole lost his, his battle, but um, the legacy of the race continued. And for a number of years, Gary did quite a good job raising funds for cancer. And, but uh, as isn't anything, with it uh, takes its toll sometimes on time and community service. So sort of faded off, did get a bit of a relaunch there for a year, but we've had it rested, and fortunately now we've got Harvey Man Neighbourhood Centre on board to give us a bit of a hand to get it going again. 
great to partner with the Harvey Bay Neighbourhood Centre, and it's always a bit of fun, this event, uh, with some colourful costumes. What can we look forward to this year? Look, I think there's quite a few people there that are having a bit of fun. In the past, St Stephen's Hospital have been a bit of a standout. Some of our tri-club members have uh, done an exceptional job, Stephen Schofield particularly, uh, for a gentleman that's got quite a dry sense of humour to see him running around in a bowls outfit or one year he was in a uh, in a uh, catering costume with a, with a bowl of lettuce that he actually did the swim carrying the bowl of lettuce and <laughs> gladly didn't spill any. That's incredible. It wasn't a toss salad. No, it wasn't a toss salad. didn't get any salt water. And the next year he actually carried a stein of beer <laughs> and uh, got to the end of the swim and still had enough beer in there to refresh himself when he came into transition. So no he's doing really way. well. No way. Now I hear the tri-president also loves dressing up. And also, yes, uh, and you, also, and find... also for um, triathlons. <laughs> I don't mind doing it in the odd trial either. Um, <laughs> but yes, you will see on some of the pictures a Superman outfit, nearly drowned in the swim with the cape wrapping around my arm, but was fortunate to get a pretty cool, pretty cool picture when I first entered into the water by kicking my toes out a bit. But uh, yeah, it's always a bit of fun. I think three times the year that I painted myself green was a bit hard. Sweating with face paint into your eyes when you're doing 20 or 30 kilometres an hour on a push bike's a little bit awkward. Right. So Superman this year, eh? No, this year, mate. Oh. I'm, a, I'm, I'm an administrator this year, so oh. I'll be out just making sure everybody's oh. safe and having fun on the course. Oh, you've got to get dressed up yourself, surely. Oh, mate, look, I'm sure if somebody wants to make a donation, I'm <laughs> sure we can make something out of it. Okay. Can people still register? Yes, absolutely, mate. Still open until Saturday afternoon. Okay. Well, that's great to hear. And if people want to check it out and come down and share on the competitors, how do they go about it? Uh, best thing that they can do is just turn up down uh, around about 8.30 on the Sunday morning. Uh, registration's from 7, but action starts with our race briefing at 8.30 and uh, we'll get the race underway around about 9 o'clock. So just thanks very much for everybody's patience with the road closures on the Esplanade. It will be a fairly short timeline and we'll get it open again as soon as we can, but it'll be an uh, awesome experience for the spectators and also the competitors alike. Okay, Paul, thanks a ton for your time, mate. It's been a pleasure to chat and all the best for the upcoming Cole Pierce Corporate Triathlon this weekend in the Bay. Cheers, Paul. He's a bit of a character, isn't he? He is. He's a good bloke. Yeah, absolutely. All right, what else is coming up this weekend? As discussed already, we have rugby league, we have football, AFL on Tuesday, and, of course, hockey. Don't forget the old hockey players. Granville play Raiders Rovers and CBR and Wave Cities clash in Bundaberg while Magpies, Arrows, Athletics and All Blacks and Harvey Bay Brothers go Neil, meeting in Harvey Bay. And in the women's, Magpies play Raiders Rovers and Uni Roos and Arrows Athletics, and both games are in Bundy. Okay, plenty happening as always, uh, and we'd like to thank you, good listener, for tuning in to the Whistleblowers podcast this week, and to our special guest, Paul Smith, as well. Uh, you normally do a shout-out, mate. Who you got this week? The Sugar Coast Rugby League Referees Association. They do a wonderful job officiating on all the rugby league games around the region. They're a little bit down on numbers at the moment, but the girls and the guys get out and continue to control all the matches and make sure rugby league goes on. So well done to them. Yeah, they do a great job. Hey, uh, we love to uh, let everybody know too, of course, about FC Sports Media, Brendan. Uh, For all your local sporting news, you're only $10 per month or $100 for the entire year, uh, fcsportsmedia.com.au is where you need to go. It certainly is, Blandy, and after all, it is our sport and our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.